Hey, it's Mel Robbins. Let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated, all right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, new attacks. More airstrikes in Gaza overnight in the wake of that deadly hospital bombing. President Biden now back at the White House after his show of support for Israel. Details straight ahead. Then opening up, Matthew Shepard's parents speak out about his life and legacy 25 years after the tragic death that forever changed the gay rights movement. But so many acts of kindness followed this horrific thing. Yeah, 10,000 cards and letters, a lot of parents swearing they would raise their children to be accepting. Katie Couric is here live to share their story. Plus, remembering Burt Young. Now you're a big shot fighter on the way up. You don't even draw a crumb to your friend Paulie. The tough guy actor passing away. You do whatever you gotta do. Fans and co-stars pay tribute. You've been keeping me down. Down. You know, you're like a crazy brother to me. You really are. And I'll be darned, Taylor Swift's movie has fans dancing in the theaters. But for some, it's causing bad blood. If you are singing so loudly that the people around you can't actually hear Taylor singing, this is a problem. So does everyone just need to calm down? Today, Thursday, October 19th, 2023. On a mother-daughter trip for mom's 80s. From Decatur, Texas. Celebrating our first wedding anniversary. I know our team at KTIV in Sioux City, Iowa. Here for my 73rd birthday. From Omaha, Nebraska. On my fall break. From Racine, Minnesota. Hi to our girls, Sophie and Annie. Watching in Medina, Ohio. Girls Trip from Twin Falls, Idaho. Been waiting my whole life to meet I think we can arrange for that to happen. Dream's going to come true for you. Yes, ma'am. I see a lot of hello, Al. So Al's got a lot of people to say hello to. We all can't wait to get out and visit, too. We're happy that you're with us. It's a beautiful Thursday morning here in New York City. It's going to be a beautiful Friday morning as well, because tomorrow here on today, we are hosting a very special event that we're looking forward to as parents And one that all parents really need to see. We are so passionate about this. We're going to dedicate the entire hour to an issue that has really defined a generation, kids and screen time. Guys, we're going to take an in-depth look at all of the many challenges that come along with those devices, including the impact on kids' physical, mental, and social health. We're going to give you tools, too, to help your kids build a healthier relationship with technology, help you set boundaries, and if your kids already have that phone. So we really hope you'll join us for a good conversation. It's a special event, Kids in Crisis. This is important. Tomorrow morning, just this time, only on today. Yeah, a lot of people think they can't unring the bell because they've been going down a certain path, but there's always a way out. So we'll talk about that. Let's get right to our news at 8 o'clock, guys. President Biden has returned from Israel 
and will address the nation tonight about the wars there and in Ukraine. Now, meantime, despite an Israeli denial, outrage over a hospital bombing in Gaza continues to spread across the region. NBC's Tom Yamas joins us from Tel Aviv with the very latest. Hey, Tom, good morning. Hey, Hoda, good morning to you. This is usually a bustling section of Tel Aviv, but as you can see, the shops are closed. There are little to no people out here, and it's all because of this war. It is a far cry from what's happening in Gaza, but still more than 1,400 Israelis have been killed. And today marks day 12 that men, women, children, including babies, were taken hostage by Hamas, believed to be held in Gaza, where right now there is little food, little water, and the bombings continue. Overnight, strikes blanketing Gaza. The campaign, retaliation for the brutal attack from Hamas inside Israel. Tensions throughout the region still high, with mass protests yesterday, including at the U.S. Embassy in Beirut, happening while President Biden was in Israel. The unrest sparked by that hospital blast in Gaza, which Israel denies responsibility for, Biden backing them up. Our defense department says it's highly unlikely that it was Israelis. Heartbreaking stories from the explosion that Palestinian officials say killed hundreds still emerging. This video posted beforehand by a Palestinian artist who went to the hospital to entertain children. His family saying he was killed in the blast. As civilians in Gaza remain desperately in need. It's a very, very scary situation and people are terrified. Overnight, Egypt announcing it will open up the Rafah border crossing, allowing 20 trucks of humanitarian aid to enter for the first time since the war began. The development agreed to after President Biden spoke with Egyptian President Sisi by phone. Israel has okayed the aid as long as the supplies do not reach Hamas, as this country still reels from Hamas's massacre, the community coming together as the region is still on edge. Now, we showed you those 20 aid trucks that are in Egypt, hoping to go in at some point into Gaza. But this morning, the U.N. says that's a good start. But what Gaza needs right now is 100 aid trucks every single day. And there's also a new piece of video we want to show you to to really describe and puts the situation in Gaza in perspective. I do want to warn our viewers, this video, it's quite intense, but it is very impactful. This video shows a little boy that was rescued. I want to make it clear he was rescued, but he was buried in rubble from the chest down this child it shows the realities of this very harsh war as the bombings continue on both sides guys back to you just all such heartbreaking images tom and of course NBC will bring you live coverage of the president's address. It starts tonight at 8 Eastern. Well, a Florida man who spent 16 years in prison for a robbery he did not commit now has been killed during a traffic stop in Georgia. Officials just released video of the confrontation and we should warn you this is disturbing. 53-year-old Leonard Cure was exonerated and freed from prison three years ago. Well, on Monday, he was pulled over, allegedly for speeding. Deputy ordered him out of the car. And officials say he was tased when he refused to put his hands behind his back. That led to a violent struggle. Moments later, officials say the deputy shot him, and he later died. The whole incident is now under investigation. This morning, we are remembering Oscar-nominated actor Burt Young, best known, of course, for his role as Paulie. In the Rocky movie franchise, his family says Young died earlier this month. NBC's Ann Thompson joins us now to look back at what was quite the impressive career. Hey, Ann. Good morning, Craig. Burt Young was a marvel to watch on the big screen, especially as the emotional sidekick Polly in the Rocky movies. Perhaps Young's biggest talent, though, was to always bring a sense of charm 
to so not so lovable characters. Burt Young was known in Hollywood as a scene-stealing actor, catapulting to fame in Rocky as the boxer's wisecracking best friend, Pauly. It's getting cold in here. I think I'm going home. Cold in here? It's cold in here! The role as the down-on-his-luck brother of Rocky's love interest, Adrian, earning Young an Oscar nomination in 1976 for Best Supporting Actor. Younger Rock. Young bringing emotional depth to typical rough-around-the-edges tough guys. But if I could just unzip myself and step out and be someone else, I want to be you. An ex-Marine and former professional boxer, Young telling today in 1986, he initially joined acting school to impress a girl. I got a little approval from uh, an old-timer named Lee Strasberg, and uh, that was enough. The iconic acting coach Strasberg later describing Young as a library of emotions, a talent that helped the actor establish himself well before his rocky popularity. Young appeared alongside Hollywood heavyweights like Jack Nicholson in Chinatown. You sure this is okay? Curly, do you know how long I've been in this business? Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci in Once Upon a Time in America. His star power on the silver screen amplified on TV, with a memorable appearance on The Sopranos. You do whatever you gotta do. But it will always be the role of Pauly that will forever be in the hearts of fans. I don't sweat you. I don't sweat you. Come on. Overnight, Young's Rocky co-star Sylvester Stallone sharing a heartfelt tribute writing, you were an incredible man and artist. I and the world will miss you very much. But we have all those great movies to watch. Young's cause of death has not yet been disclosed. He was 83 years old. Wow, I love Polly. Love Polly. Still ahead, a new collaboration featuring Kevin Hart and Chris Rock. Sign us up. Carson's got Details on that coming up in Pop Star. But first, look who's moved back into Studio 1A. Katie Kirk is here this morning, and she's got a really touching conversation this morning with the parents of Matthew Shepard. 25 years ago, Katie interviewed them, and she recently reunited with them to talk about carrying on his legacy. We'll talk about that right after this. Hey, it's Mel Robbins. Let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated. All right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's match engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back. Well, if you're wondering why we're all wearing purple, we're marking Spirit Day. It's a sign of support for LGBTQ youth and to speak out against bullying. So 25 years ago this month, Matthew Shepard died after he was brutally beaten during a homophobic attack by two men in Laramie, Wyoming. Well, the outcry was just felt around the country and forever changed the gay rights movement. Judy and Dennis Shepard first told their story on Today. And to mark the 25th anniversary of Matthew's death, they reached out once again to Katie mm. Couric, who did that first interview. Mm-hmm. And Katie, I know you've kept in touch over the years. I have. Good morning. Uh, hi, good morning. Nice to see you both. You know, one of the privileges, I think, of doing this show is you get to interview countless people who have a lasting impact on your life. Mm-hmm. And an example of that for me is Judy and Dennis Shepard, who I've stayed connected to, as Savannah said, all these years. We recently sat down to talk about their son, Matthew, the journey they've been on, and what might have been. I interviewed you all less than six months after this happened, and I thought I'd play it for you. You know, it's one thing to lose a son, but the brutality of this crime and the viciousness, how do you deal with that? The anger really isn't there yet. I'm sure it'll come, but it's not really there yet. It's, It's I don't understand how anybody could do that. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember thinking how odd it was that we were here doing this with you, that we're just two people who lost a son. I don't think we understand the scope of how big it really was. In fact, by the spring of 1999, everyone knew the name Matthew Shepard. But to Judy Dennis and younger brother Logan, Matthew was just Matt. He loved the theater and watching him play Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) The homemade costume was the best, right? Yeah. (laughs) This year, he would have turned 46 years old. Matt would be the age now that I was when we lost him. What do you think he might be doing? Well, we often talk about how his dream was to be part of the State Department. He was so gifted in languages and really cared about um, folks he thought had less than they should have had. Perhaps it was Matthew's trusting nature that made the 21-year-old University of Wyoming student fall prey to two men he had met at a bar in Laramie. Sensing Matthew was gay, they pretended to be gay too and invited him to a party. On the way, said, uh, we're not going to a party. Uh, You're being jacked, give us your wallet. So they took his wallet and then they proceeded to beat him and he had 18 blows to the to the skull and then they left him it was 18 hours before a bicyclist thinking at first matthew was a scarecrow found him barely alive i know you have said before that you have never visited the spot where matt was found i haven't dennis was why did you want to go there dennis that's where matt was i keep thinking what if he was he was yelling out what was going on, asking for dad? And I wasn't there. I couldn't do anything. It was just something important to me. During the four days Matthew was in a coma, the story went from a small town tragedy to an international reckoning. People everywhere asking, how could this happen? I didn't realize that Elton John bought out all the flowers in all the flower shops 
he kept calling. We thought it was a crank call, so we wouldn't accept the call. But so many acts of kindness yeah. followed this horrific thing. Yeah, 10,000 cards and letters, a lot of parents swearing they would raise their children to be accepting. It was, it was really moving. His attackers, Aaron McKenney and Russell Henderson, were convicted of first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison. Part of the sentencing agreement prevented them from speaking to the press. But an AP reporter got a hold of Russell Henderson five years ago. And he said, quote, I think about Matthew every single day of my life. I think about him in every single one of those days that I've had that he hasn't had. His family hasn't had. His friends haven't had. I'm so, so ashamed I was ever part of this. Don't believe it for a second. We differ there. I think without the other guy, Aaron McKinney, Russell would, Russell would have been fine. He was a follower up until he became involved with McKinney and drugs. He was a good kid, got lost, bad family life. I think he's as much a victim as Matt was. Matthew's legacy lives on. Judy and Dennis started the Matthew Shepard Foundation to advocate for LGBTQ rights. Whenever I think about Matthew, I, I always think about his incredibly beaming smile. A play called The Laramie Project followed, and later a choral work, considering Matthew Shepard. In 2009, President Obama, motivated by Matthew's senseless murder, signed the Hate Crimes Prevention Act. But just as they believed real progress was being made, the Shepherds are now watching as scores of anti-LGBTQ measures are being considered and enacted across the country. What has your reaction been as you've seen this unfold? This battle is just the last, most vicious attack on the community. They're fighting a losing battle. For so long, the Shepherds couldn't bury their son for fear his grave would be desecrated. In 2018, his remains were finally interred at Washington National Cathedral, the same place they recently dedicated a devotional portrait of Matthew. He's surrounded by some of the cards and letters that you all received. It's really quite moving. Got one hand on his heart saying, welcome, welcome, and the other is extended, like, I'm here for you. Judy and Dennis stay busy with the foundation they started after Matt's de death to teach parents of children who may be questioning their sexuality and their gender identity to love and accept them for who they are. They also lecture across the country and around the world to college students, businesses, and law enforcement groups. And they're really sad the fight isn't finished. But according to FBI statistics, hate crimes have increased against LGBTQ people 11%, so clearly a lot more work to be done. They're so courageous because, you know, they, they you could understand if they just wanted to go bury their heads mm -hmm. and never mm -hmm. speak of it again, but they've become such activists. You they can have. tell this passion, but that's, mm -hmm. that's a gift that they are continuing to give the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are really lovely people. And as I said, I went to the service at National mm -hmm. Cathedral mm -hmm. when Matthew's remains were interred. It was absolutely beautiful. And I think so many people probably don't remember this story wow. because it happened so long ago, 25 years ago, and they want to make sure that people understand Matthew, what happened to him, 
in an effort to keep it from happening again. And listening to his mother talk about the assailant in that right. in such a way just showed just the just how her heart, how big her heart is. Yeah. You're coming back, by the way, to yes, see us. Yes, I'm going to be here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Once again, wearing purple okay. for a very different reason. And that's for Pancreatic Cancer Awareness Month. We have a very special guest I know who you love a lot, uh-huh. Savannah. Uh-huh. And we have a very exciting announcement. Oh. So you can't get rid of me. Oh, good. <laughs> we don't we want not. to. Thank All right. you Thank so you much Katie. for sharing that with us. I uh, want to head over to Al, get a check of the weather. All right. Thanks so much, guys. And we are looking at a beautiful day along the eastern seaboard. Maybe a few scattered showers along the Carolina coast down through southern Florida. Showers and, and a few storms making their way through the upper Midwest. Sunny and mild through the plains all the way down into Texas. And really hot as you get into southern California, even into northern California as well. Don't forget, if you're heading out, check us out. Today's show, Radio Series XM Channel 108. But right now, best part of the morning. Well, the lighting pops up as it's happening. Oh, the breaking news. Oh, breaking news. Very exciting. We're going to start with something we teased earlier. Two legends here, Chris Rock and Kevin Hart. Last year, the two comedy legends teamed up for an epic week-long series of shows called Headliners Only. And now a new documentary is going behind the scenes of those four sold-out gigs that were filmed right here in New York City. I'll watch anything those two do. Sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's just like Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy. Like, yeah. Yeah. doing something together. It'd be amazing. Uh, Kevin Hart and uh, Chris Rock, Headliners Only. That's on Netflix on December 12th. Christmas comes early. Next up, Will Smith. The actor joined his wife, Jada, on stage during her visit to Maryland to a library promoting her new memoir, Worthy. And according to the Baltimore Banner, during their conversation, Will referred to their marriage as, and I quote, a sloppy public experiment in unconditional love. The actor continuing, as I stand here before you today, I am happier than I have ever been in my entire life. The couple truly redefining marriage in the modern age, Worthy, as you know, is available now. Apparently he walked into the place and it exploded. Yeah, it exploded in applause. And he spoke for like six minutes about their relationship. Did Jada know he was coming? uh, Jada had, I had heard that he might join somewhere along the way. But when we last spoke to Jada, she said, and that was, I think, Wednesday, she had not spoken to him at all since all this press had happened. So somewhere between that and here. he posted that thing. It looked like he was going off on a vacation. He's like, I'm turning off my notification. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's not. Jada, come on down. (laughs) What if all of this ends with them getting back together? (laughs) Well, that's what she said. That's what she said. But they're saying, like he's saying he's happy happy now as he's ever been under the current conditions of... So maybe that's the, the sweet spot of marriage. Right? She yeah. says that they're, they're gonna getting move. back She together. told Hoda, we're, yeah. uh, we're going to move up back I'm together. I'm sleep divorced. I sleep like downstairs. <laughs> yes. right. I've never been happier. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <gasps> different strokes for different folks. Okay. Right. Maybe we should have stopped this 30 seconds earlier. Well, no, it was real good. Now, okay, you guys, we've got cheesy good recipes oh. to get us ready for Sunday night's big clash in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Eagles. Yes. Versus Dolphins. Oh. The Queen ah. will fight. Oh. oh. believe it. Guys, a beautiful morning out here on our plaza. Hello. Oh my gosh. Happy faces and high fives. Hello. Yes. I'm always in the way, you know. What a nice group. Nice fun group. Guys, we got our pal, Maria Shriver inside. Uh, She has an exclusive one-on-one with the host of one of the most popular podcasts on the planet. This guy is groundbreaking. Y'all might know him, but when you see this interview, it's going to be really illuminating. He talks about living a more healthy and fulfilling life. People are following like his morning routine and say it's transforming their days and lives. 
Okay. And Bree's she's always a, ahead of the curve, too. Yeah, she, she brings us right. interesting yeah. things, and then the world catches yeah, up. Yeah, a year later, you're right. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Guys, Emily Aketa has something new to talk about when it comes to Taylor Swift. How about this? The debate over movie etiquette. Taylor has a film. Should oh you sit and watch? Is it rude when people get up and dance and block the view? Emily's all over this. Is a lot of questions is. for that of course one. She is. Then we're not shying away from cheese, and today, food loves football. We're leaning into cheese, whipping up some sensational chicken quesadillas, mm. plus a unique twist on Philly cheesesteak. You're not going to want to miss that. Ooh. We'll get you all ready for Sunday night. All right. And then coming up in just a few minutes on the third hour of today, we've got your your fall refresh covered. A refresh for your beauty routine. Some new techniques to try, including a different way to exfoliate. Oh, oh. yes. Isn't that fascinating? Oh. I've been wondering about there that. All right. Mr. Roker, how about a check of the way? I will. Uh, these folks here, I guess I was at the Minnesota State Fair. When was this? 2018. Wow. Last weekend. The llama. <laughs> hey, and Al? Yes, ma'am. This young lady said she was waiting her whole oh. life to see you. Well, hello. Oh, oh what's your name? Nice you get in. Rose. Rose, nice you to see you. You got to get in. Rose said she's waited her whole life to oh. meet you, Al. Well, and there we go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Llama. All right. Let's show you what we've got going on. I like saying llama. Uh, for the weekend, rain moving into the East Coast, warm and sunny from the plains down to Texas. Plenty of sunshine out west. On Saturday, rain and windy in northern New England. Summer-like as you get down through the Gulf. Gorgeous day out west. And then Sunday, Sunday, windy and wet in northern New England. A nice day from the plains down to the Gulf Coast. Rain arriving into central California into the Pacific Northwest. I like a shirt that tells you exactly what's going to happen. Uh, apparently, we're in trouble when we get together. Girls Trip, where y'all from? Yeah. Yeah. That's trouble right there with a capital T. Okay. Oh, are you FaceTiming somebody? Come here, come here. So this woman kept trying to take a picture, and her phone kept clicking to her to her kids' FaceTiming. All right, so there, there they go. are. That's right. right. You're driving. Put the phone away. All right. Coming up next, Maria Shriver's one-on-one with the man behind the wildly popular Huberman Lab podcast and the six things he says that if you do them every day, it'll improve your mental and physical health. But first, this is today on NBC. Hey, it's Mel Robbins. Let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated, all right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. He would lie his way into their dreams. He was looking for James Bond girls. How fun would that be to be a Bond girl? Then twist them into a nightmare. This guy's done this before. He'll do it again. Until a group of women banded together to put him behind bars and keep him there. You have to participate fiercely, fiercely in what happens next. I'm Keith Morrison, and this is Murder in the Hollywood Hills, an all-new podcast from Dateline. All episodes of Murder in the Hollywood Hills are available now. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. We're back 
with a Today exclusive, the first network TV interview with Dr. Andrew Huberman. He's the man behind the wildly popular podcast, The Huberman Lab. Mm-hmm. Well, he sat down with our friend Maria Shriver to discuss the unlikely chord he has struck with millions of listeners. Mm-hmm. Maria, good morning. Good morning. Maria, all good of morning. us in purple. Uh-huh. Look at that. Well, Andrew Huberman launched his podcast in 2021, and he has been dominating the charts around the globe ever since. He dives deep into dense scientific research, bringing cutting-edge information about health, wellness, and mental health to the masses. He says he's hoping to change the way people live, and he's doing it by arming them with information, one very long podcast at a time. If you don't know who Andrew Huberman is, that won't be the case for long. The 47-year-old Stanford University neuroscientist has gained a huge following nearly overnight after launching his now chart-topping podcast amid the COVID-19 pandemic in 2021. Are you surprised at its success? I am surprised how popular the podcast has become, what alcohol does to your brain and body. His podcast can run as long as three or four hours, tackling what some might consider wonky topics like dopamine and neuroplasticity. Huberman cites dense scientific research, but makes it digestible for his many millions of devoted listeners. It's really about gaining knowledge of how one's body and brain work, and then tapping into the components of our brain that are there from birth, and that if we tap into, can really afford us a better well-being. At the core of his philosophy are what he calls protocols, ways to improve mental and physical health through sunlight exposure, nutrition, exercise, stress control, relationships, and sleep. I think if people paid attention to these five things plus sleep, gosh, I'm certain that everyone would feel so much better. Our mental health and physical health exists on a background of all these fundamental things, and we have gotten very far away from paying attention to these fundamental things. It's really alerted me to the fact that people have a deep interest in feeling better and doing better. They seem to stick around for the science, and they end up learning tools that can help their mental health and physical health. So do you think it's that they want to understand themselves, that they want to understand their brain? They want to understand this entire machine. I think people want to understand how they work. Right. I think they start to feel a sense of agency. And once they feel a sense of agency and control, then all the other stuff seems less scary. Some are critical of his mixing of business and science. His podcasts are supported by ads for supplements and products he endorses. But Huberman says his goal is to give the masses access to zero or low-cost tools to improve their mental and physical health. What does the research really say? What works the first time and every time? It's not about purchasing anything. Mm-hmm. While Huberman says his audience is divided evenly between men and women, some are crediting him with men increasingly prioritizing their mental and physical health. With men, sometimes the lure has to be a little different. You have to say, hey, this is going to make you a better negotiator. This is going to make you more effective in finding and building a great relationship. It's going to make you more vigorous. You know, if guys are paying better attention to what they eat, how they exercise, their mental health, certainly, I feel like they and society are just going to benefit. So you think you're changing that for men, that all of a sudden men perhaps your age and or younger, that it's permissible to talk about their emotional health or their mental health in a way that five years ago it wasn't. I like to think that we are, 
It's not about becoming more emotional, it's about becoming more functional. One should be able to feel their feelings without their feelings hijacking their behavior or feeling as if you're falling into a pit of despair. They can make choices. And choices are really central to his philosophy. He wants people to know that they have agency over their lives and their health. And he says giving tools to people helps them optimize their lives. But ultimately, he says it's up to all of us to take responsibility. He's also bringing the conversation about brain health to younger people, mm. something that I'm really incredibly passionate about. And I'm really glad mm. that he's doing it. Like, I have two sons. They are obsessed. Most obsessed. men in the country are. He's become and, yeah. like this go-to guy that you would But I like to. that he has yeah. bite-sized things you can do. Like in the morning, he says, put lemon, uh, salt, and like cayenne pepper in a drink mm. and then get sunlight. Take a sunlight. cold shower like he gives you five things that are doable to do in the morning well what's incredible is that you tell this to your sons yeah they don't listen to you at all. He, he tells, tells them. Yeah. Right? And they're like, I'm out here because he says I should do it. That's like, always okay, the case. To be a better always. negotiator. Yeah. Well, that's Maria, right. Talking about all kinds of health, mental health, physical health. Maria's going to come back in the fourth hour. We have a whole hour dedicated to your mental and physical health. So come join us there. You can go to our website at today.com. All right. Up next, the debate sparked by Taylor Swift's movie. Is it okay to sing and dance or... Should you just sit down and enjoy the thing? And, he, and, and if we're talking Taylor, you know, Emily Cata, she's our resident Swifty expert. She'll have the story. But first, this is Today on NBC. Oh, welcome oh, back. That? Sorry, just rocking out. We have told you about Taylor Swift's blockbuster concert film. Alexa, yeah, we, stop. We've mentioned it. <laughs> it's dominating the box office. This morning, there's a debate growing over the right way and the wrong way to enjoy mm. it. Oh, oh, our chief Swifty, Emily Keta, she's here with yeah. a, a closer look. Yeah. Sit down or stand yeah. up and dance. Yeah, I'll say, you know, it's rare that Swifties actually disagree. So this is an unusual occasion. But good morning to you at home. For most of us, going to the movies is a quiet experience. You can't take out your cell phone and there's definitely no talking in theaters. But for many, the Eras Tour concert film has been the exact opposite with singing, dancing and snapping plenty of photos. And while many Swifties are hailing the buzz as part of the unique experience, the movie mayhem is stirring up some bad blood among others. Waving phone lights, dancing in aisles, even belting out lyrics at the top of your lungs. Swaths of Swifties can't control their excitement at the Eras Tour concert film. Just as excited as I was to go see this actual show. Amid a growing debate over movie theater etiquette, some fans airing their frustrations on social media, calling scenes like this disrespectful. I want to hear Taylor sing, not y'all, one person wrote. Another saying, suddenly, I don't want to go. The music so loud, it spilled into theater hallways. Some moviegoers bracing for potential interruptions during this weekend's highly anticipated release of Killers of the Flower Moon, the Martin Scorsese movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. But those swept up in Swift mania described the experience as the most iconic thing and point to Taylor Swift's own words in defense. Era's attire, friendship bracelets, singing and dancing encouraged, she wrote on Instagram when announcing the movie's release. And theaters around the world listened, dropping long-held decorum for the two-hour and 45-minute film that's already shattered domestic box office records for the genre, raking in nearly $93 million in its opening weekend. I'm going to go to this movie at least 13 times. And movie theaters are going with the flow. AMC encourages dancing and singing throughout the concert film. And in Kentucky, the Sauerbeck family drive-in is letting in fewer vehicles to make more room for dancing. Even dine-in theater Alamo Drafthouse welcomed fans getting a little rowdy within reason. 
Singing and dancing has been encouraged, but what would you caution people against doing? If you are singing so loudly that the people around you can't actually hear Taylor singing, this is a problem. This is an experience that we're having communally, but that doesn't give you the permission to destroy someone else's viewing experience simply for your own enjoyment. Etiquette experts say it's okay to take selfies, trade friendship bracelets, and respectfully sing and dance at the concert film. But they say avoid stealing the show. Don't stand on seats, block other guests from viewing or exiting, talk between your favorite songs, or record the concert film. And if you have a concern, raise the issue with a theater employee. So finding that middle ground where everyone can truly enjoy, can revel in being Swifties in this theater together, I think what a wonderful thing and what a great reason to bring us back to the movies. Listen, I'm going this weekend uh, again, of course. You will find me singing and dancing. Uh, I don't think I'll be like laying on the floor like some of those people good. in the yeah. video, but I'll yeah. be singing yeah. and dancing around my seat area. I think if you bring, I brought a four and a six-year-old, without the singing and dancing, I don't think they would have lasted yeah. two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's two hours it, and 45 yeah, minutes. It keeps like, everybody kind of going. And it's a going. concert. It's not like a movie where you have to listen to the dialogue. No, like, it's right. just But is it going to start a new trend for musical movies? Is it going to be okay if you're watching West Side Story or the Elvis movie to stand up and dance during a certain scene? No. no. It's just going to change the way we see it. But look, no. you go all the way back to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. You know, right. yeah. People they got stuff. up and sang. They come in costumes. So it's, you okay. know, okay. everything old is new again. Yeah. And by the way, the Question Pro survey shows the majority of people think singing and dancing within reason does enhance the experience. And in celebration of the movie's success, Swift Overnight released the live version of Cruel Summer. Of course, that's the second song in the show. And for many fans, myself included... A favorite. Yeah, cool. Oh. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Coming up next, get ready for Sunday Night Football with spicy quesadillas oh. in honor of the Miami Dolphins. Mm. Ah. Got a tasty twist on the Philly cheesesteak for you Eagles fans. But first, this is Jerry on That's a good eagle. Right, we are back with today. Food loves football. Getting ready for Sunday night's matchup between the Miami Dolphins and the Philadelphia Eagles. That's a good game. Two five and one teams right there. Andrew Race here, known successful YouTube channel. Fabish Culinary Universe is huge. It's got two recipes that are perfect for game day gathering from the new cookbook, Basics with Babish. Andrew, this cookbook's incredible, man. I mean, we got a lot of cookbooks, but this is like the new must-have cookbook because of two reasons. First of all, it's not just recipes. You're learning techniques. Mm. Second of all, in the culinary world, it seems like everybody on social media is quick to put out what looks perfect. No one ever screws up. And this book leans into the idea of screwing up. Yes, exactly. Everything I know about cooking, I learned from making mistakes. Ah. So I wanted to make the readers a little bit more comfortable with making mistakes and seeing them as learning opportunities rather than failures. I love that. It's fantastic. So congrats on the book. Thank you so much. Go pick it up. So let's start with Miami. We think of Miami. Where are we going with the quesadillas here? Huh? Well, I mean, yeah. So I picked a couple of recipes that I thought would be great for game day so we're starting with some really easy chicken quesadillas all right uh miami you know the perfect poolside food if you're if you're ordering food poolside i love the quesadillas yes, so we're gonna too. start there i've got a chicken breast that's been butterflied that means we're cutting it down the yep. center opening it up like a book pounding it out just a little bit just yep. enough to demonstrate for tv and then uh we're making a quick and easy marinade i've got here we go a couple tablespoons of oil yep. yeah where's my beer um, I got you. Oh, there we go. Yep. Okay. Cheers. <laughs> you guys, you guys think of everything. Beer. Cheers. Um, so I've got uh, equal parts. We got equal parts uh, vegetable oil and uh, lime juice. Yep. I've got uh, paprika. I've got cumin. I've got cayenne pepper, and I've got oregano. Beautiful. Putting that in there. 
And I've got some garlic, which I've just crushed, yeah. uh, because if you if you if you mince it too finely or pass it through a garlic crusher, you know you got little bits that are going to burn when you put it in the pan. So I like keeping them whole, so it gets the flavor without burning it too Oops, much. Good. All right. Yeah. So the, how long going to marinate the uh, pounded butterfly chicken breast? In exactly. This, uh, this is going to be going a matter for of hours or like overnight or is it thirty matter? minutes up to four hours. Oh, you don't want to go too much longer than that, otherwise you could end up with uh, not very uh, you know a little over tender chicken. How's the chicken so. quesadilla? You know, you could just buy a rotisserie chicken and do that. Yeah. And that's fine. But to go to this, this is the extra love you need. That works really great because once you've got the leftover chicken, you want to let this cool completely because um, if the chicken's too hot, you're going to end up with a drippy quesadilla. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. So leftover rotisserie, perfect. Yep. So not not very poolside. (laughs) So yeah, this is going in the skillet. Yep. Right in. Al, you butterfly your uh, chicken breast? Uh, I never use chicken breast. Yeah, you have thighs. You're a thigh guy. Thigh, but I butterfly a thigh. Yeah. No, it's the best way to go. Yeah, With chicken it. breasts, you want to get it thin. You want to cook it fast yeah, and More hot. surface area yeah. for a And then that, that way it doesn't dry out. All right, I'll, I'll cook oh, this Oh, yeah, sucker. keep an eye on that for me. Yeah. Thank and you And so then once much. it's done, you, sh- you shred it. And you got one, done, let's build one. Yeah, so once it's done, you're letting the, the breast cool completely yep. so that it's not too drippy. Lay out some chicken, slice it nice and thin. Cheese, of course. Yep. Two kinds of cheese, of course. Cheese. Extra cheese. Keep it going. Then we've got peppers and onions. Very simple. These have been sautéed with some simple oil and spices. Yep. Back in the pan. Press it down. Right in the pan. Now, I like using a lot of oil in my pan so you get a really crispy outside, so it's almost like eating a tortilla chip quesadilla. Yep. You can throw down some oil, or you could just spray this guy with some nonstick spray. Okay. Works great either way. Throw it down. Maybe in a slightly bigger pan than this. It's fine. <laughs> so this will get crispy. You don't yeah, have to cover it or anything like that, right? To get extra melty. And then serve it up I mean, with your favorite toppings. Oh, that there is it goes. beautiful. All right. We got about a minute Not and a half. At all. For Philadelphia. Here we go. For Mike Feldman's Eagles, Savannah. Big game. Really important game. What are we doing here? Philly cheesesteak? Take on. Got to right. do Philly cheesesteak. Yep. So we're sauteing peppers and onions in this pan over here. Yep. We'll just get that going. Just so we'll throw that we're doing. Oh, thank you very much. You got it. Second all right. Up. Then once those are sauteed, cooled, we're going to lay them out. On a piece of flank steak. Now, this uh, flank steak has been butterflied as well. Oh, wow. That means we're, we're, we're cutting it right through the center, opening it up like a book, pounding it out slightly, mm-hmm. and then we're lining it with all of our beautiful toppings. Mm-hmm. And, of course, lots and lots of cheese. Are you a, a, a provolone or a whiz or an American? I, I don't have a preference. I don't know. What about you guys? Cheese steak cheese. is supposed to have wit. Wh- whiz? Wit. In wit, Philly, they wit, say wit. wit or wit out. Oh, right. Wit. Ah. That's it. Definitely they no say. cheese. Wit. Of course. Wit. I like wit. <laughs> These what are, are going to be all wit. We'll, we'll, we'll throw some uh, whiz right on at the end. Okay, but perfect. In, inside, we're going to do uh, probably the flank. That is, I've never heard of that. That's good. Now you're going to roll it up. And then we're going to roll it up, and we're rolling it so that the grain is going this way. Right, because ultimately so you're going to slice against that grain. Exactly. So yep. once it's like this, we're going to slice it That's this perfect. way. Yep. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, it tied it off. So like that way, the grain of the meat is running. Yeah, the this way, it's nice there. and tender. Oh, if you got it going the how's other way, it's going to be It's amazing. Not delicious. Throw it down. Well, grill it Wait, when would you do the whiz when you're doing that? I mean, I, I, thank you to Andrew, guys. Today.com slash food. You can get all the recipes there. If you guys can just discuss this later, that'd be great. The book is incredible. Basics with Babbage. Pick it up. Available for pre-order. In stores next week. You can catch the big game. Dolphins, no. Eagles. Oh, oh, 7 o'clock oh, Eastern. So We're back right after so this. That was a great Hey, it's Mel Robbins. Let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. 
You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated, all right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.